Today, in Future History. Welcome, sentient beings. In the tiniest atom exists a universe of possibility and unfolds in fractal glory when annihilated by high-energy physics in both controlled and uncontrolled experiments. Now that the fallout has settled from our previous attempts to establish historical understanding, we can safely remain behind the lead shield and present our discovery for what happened on this date, August 6th. Today is the birthday of Venusian Victoria Maynard, renowned and infamous poet, scholar, and pirate. Among her best-known works are Sailing for Love and Profit, the epic poem An Analysis of Historical Lunches, and her award-winning pseudobiography Not That Kind of Pirate. The latter was later made into a stage play and legal precedent for Maynard's release. Victoria was born on the Venusian orbital platform Cupid's Crash, to a semi-autonomous collective of robots often referred to as Bolted Fury, although they preferred to be addressed as 0111011011. She excelled at an early age, demonstrating the ability to raid the spare parts cabinet while uttering rhyming couplets referencing numerous philosophical epithets before the age of ten. Most of those early works have been lost to a gang of jealous toddlers demonstrating against a general sense of literacy. One notable exception remains, called For Whom the Part Creaks, wherein Maynard was able to find a way to artfully and convincingly fuse the concept of existentialism with the actuality of rusty servo replacement parts. Panned by critics and mechanics, For Whom the Part Creaks would become mandatory reading for grade 10 students by the time Maynard reached grade 8 herself. Victoria left home to study advanced zero-gravity dihydrogen monoxide physical competition in the sports drink Flashdome hyperstation orbiting Mars, much to the consternation of her Venusian orbital origin colony. The time served her well, however, as her water-inspired technical manuals served as an eventual gateway to popularity, which allowed her a nearly successful bid in interplanetary politics. It is not entirely certain that the subsequent Martian android uprising was caused by the influence of her jealous robot colony family, but statistical historical analysts have deemed it, quote, highly likely, probably bring home the prize, definitely bet on this horse if you can. Much of Maynard's adult life was spent traveling from orbital station to planetary city to quaint little village just outside of Ottawa. This travel wasn't just for education or employment, but also to stay just ahead of the authorities and her many confused robotic, partially robotic, and only slightly robotic human fans. During that time, she succeeded unintentionally in creating at least nine different societal uprisings, or at least those are the ones which are attributed to her overtly. These include the Great Sock Revolt of 4241, in which hundreds of thousands of people were convinced that socks were a form of oppressive footwear and insisted that onesies or barefoot were the only reasonable options. The upside-down ice cream craze of 4243, where it became necessary to send in a flotilla of ice cream trucks to save the wildlife near Spokane, Washington. 
and the terrestrial ground squirrel debate of 4255, where Maynard's impassioned speech about how much the use of a domestic blender set on a really high pulse setting could reduce wildlife overgrowth went on to shock the entire human race, despite her later recanting all of it, saying that she was given the wrong information about the starting point for this writing assignment. In her later years, Maynard would return back to Cupid's crash, bringing with her a peace and a new perspective on life. Upon her death, a digital scan of her intelligence was placed within the central computer of that orbital station, and she directly controlled all of Bolted Fury. Some scholars have questioned this inversion of the parent-child role somewhat, but they aren't the ones usually invited back to the really nice parties. This has been Today in Future History. Consider this nugget of wisdom to be more like the chicken or golden ones, and not at all like the ones preferred by insects who roll them across the landscape and build air conditioning units out of. Tune in tomorrow for an astonishing fact so astonishing that it might need a day or two to get ready for consumption. Stay calm, and remember that you, too, are a self-contained watery galaxy in which the naturalized physics of bone and organ meat float in a celestial sea of unmentionable fluids.